Good day, everybody. Happy Tuesday. How are you all doing? <clears throat> nice to see a big crowd here right away at the beginning. Love to see it. Love to see it. Shout out to everyone who is watching on Locals as well. I see you over there. Hernan and Pat and Mary, Meester P and Zaz and Black Raven. Hope you're all doing well this Tuesday. A little lighter news day, I think, today than yesterday. Feels like it anyway. Feels like uh, most of the people, most of the, I mean, yesterday we had some good topics from the weekend. Today, most of the topics are, uh, you know, taxation without representation. Uh, getting getting taxed, sending a hundred billion dollars over the over the ocean to a bunch of people that hate Americans anyway. It feels great, doesn't it? Feels great. Feels awesome, doesn't it? Leave a like on the video. It feels awesome that you work, you put your dick or you put your dick in the dirt or your uh your boobs in the what's a b word that would be what's the equivalent i got i got to count uh i got to represent my 7% female viewers what's the boobs in the in the something dick in the dirt's fun to say Rezzy, can you give me some man advice? Well, I don't know. Your clam in the jam? Your bobs, your boobs in a blender? Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Walmart as racist. That's just, that's only for, you know, occasional. Occasional stuff. If I play it every in every week's intro, then people get... Tired of it. Muff in the mud. <laughs> Tits in the topsoil. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, yeah. Put your dick in the dirt and your tits in the topsoil. Doesn't it feel good after doing that? Doesn't it, doesn't it feel... You know, doesn't it feel good to send your money over to Ukraine and Israel... It's just so awesome. Feels awesome. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. One of my all-time favorite things to do is send my money to people that hate me. You guys know that. Truly is a wonderful feeling. Isn't it? Whoops, brave chat. That's not what I wanted. There it is. Oh, yeah, in Gaza. Yep. Love it. Love sending money to people that would blow themselves up to kill Americans. Feels awesome. It's so cool. Taxation, it's like the definition of taxation without representation. It's 
treasonous. Pac-Man, the rhinos who voted for this traffic need to be primaried immediately. At least it sounds like it's DOA in the house. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, the infinite money glitch. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I mean, it will, it's dead in the house though, right? We kind of knew the Senate was going to pass it. See you, Brit. Lurk away. Yeah, Brent. Oh, man. I was just thinking, I have too much money. Can't someone send it to, the, to my enemies? $61 billion for Ukraine. $14 billion for Israel that it doesn't need. And then why not give $5 billion to fucking Hamas, too? Pardon my French. Let's give $5 billion to Hamas. Oh, and I'm sorry. In our partners in the Indo-Pacific? And then it's $9 billion, $9 billion to, to Hamas. I saw a pothole so big on the highway it swallowed an 18-wheeler. But thankfully, we're going to send $9 billion to, $9 billion to terrorists. Awesome. America first. America first. Absolutely love to see it. They couldn't afford $10 billion for the wall, though. Couldn't afford it. Today's going to be a little, a little shorter show, like maybe one thirty, so like ninety minutes. Uh, I've got some work to do, and then I want to go um, have dinner with my mom today. It's my dad's birthday; would have been his sixty ninth birthday. Nice shout out! So shout out to my dad, Rip King. So just letting you guys know, that's the plan. We've got lots to talk about, though, so it's time to get to work. Wanted to start by, of course, talking about this, but what else can I say? What else can I say? Thought at my dad's favorite restaurant. One of his favorite restaurants was Culver's, so I'm going to get some Culver's, I think. How do I want to... I mean, I love how Zelensky sends a tweet. Thanks for your $60 billion, taxpayers. Is there any chance the house uh, screws us over? Like, is, is this definitely dead in the house? <laughs> Turtle man. This guy too. People talk about Joe Biden. People talk about Joe Biden being too old. Mitch McConnell is too old. Everybody in there is too damn old. Vodka boobs, vodka knockers, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, 
they're too damn old. What's the other broad that literally uh, Diane Feinstein was too old? Um, Maxine Waters is too old. Jeremy's going to be bald AF. I'm already 40. Like, whatever happens in my hairline if, after this, who gives a shit? <laughs> Hoy, Jeremy, and Rumble Chat. I was checking the comments on one of my videos, and not one, but two ads played. It's only five cents, but I've officially made more money on Rumble than YouTube. There you go. Culver's burger, onion rings, curds, pretzel bites, and a PB chocolate concrete. Well, I'm still on, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, lose weight. So I'll try to be kind of smart, but not that smart. I'm still getting a cod filet because you guys were, you guys were bullying me yesterday into getting a cod filet. So I'm going to get a cod filet today and then um, probably some cheese curds. As long as Johnson doesn't bring it to the floor for a vote, it's DOA. Okay. Oh, and by the way, the state is, uh, this is from Lord of the Re. The state is a multinational corporation with a monopoly on force. God bless Jeremy, locals, rumble, and as always, God bless America. Shout out. Commander Kim says, rather than our shores being invaded by a foreign enemy, we're being gutted and bled dry from enemies within. Enjoy calls with your mom, Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you. And you're right. You're right. God, it's walleye season. Well, somebody said somebody said yesterday that they have walleye at Culver's, but I don't want to. I don't like to. I don't like to. I don't like to. I mean, if I were going to try their walleye, I'd have to get their cod fillet and then also order a walleye sandwich to try it. Because if I don't like it, then I'm screwed. Darts tonight. Yes, I have darts tonight. Don't do it, Jeremy. I have strength, bro. Well, I'm fasting 20 hours a day. And when you're fasting, it's not like you can eat whatever you want, but it's really not anywhere near as restrictive as like, you know, some, you know, as a diet might be. I've never seen walleye covers. I know people in chat were saying that yesterday, though. Lent begins tomorrow. I'm not Catholic. Uh, okay. I'm basically on a pro-Palestine hunger strike. <laughs> Darts and sharts. Uh, you know what? There's a team in our league called like the Dart Farts or the Fart Darts or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> I always like tales of hilarity, of, of woke backfiring, of of um, comeuppance. They're by far my favorite videos to do, and they're usually the videos that do the best on my channel. And uh, this particular topic, which is covered by the wonderful people over at thepublica.com, a website you should be bookmarking and checking every day for your awesome news coverage, 
is a hilarious as GoFundMe is now being slammed as racist after reportedly freezing funds raised for a man who turned out to be a aggressive criminal who had done some heinous things. This story, first of all, GoFundMe has a policy. Remember how they famously banned Kyle Rittenhouse, even though he was never convicted of anything. They famously banned Kyle Rittenhouse from raising funds at GoFundMe and all the leftoids supported it. Well, now there is a black man who raised $400,000. Turns out, turns out he's a horrible criminal. This via thepublica.com, by the way, always check out. Remember to pull up thepublica.com today and bookmark it. There's no ads on the website. It's just straight news from people who work real hard. And I also own it. The altruistic story of a young woman helping a homeless man has taken a dark turn after the details of the man's terrible history have surfaced. As reported previously by the Publica, Sinai Graydon went out of her way to help Alonzo Douglas Hebron, who approached her asking for a cup of hot tea while she's on her way to Trader's Joe, Trader Joe's. Who, how do you, who asked for a cup of hot tea? You can see back here on February 7th, homeless man who was gifted $400,000 after heartwarming TikTok went viral is actually a violent criminal who attacked women. Ha! On video. Remember that other, remember that other fake GoFundMe where they went to prison? They were like, I gave this man my last $20 and then everyone raised hundreds of thousands of dollars on GoFundMe and it turned out it was a scam. This is back on January 31st where Sanai Graydon, a fashion intern in DC, posted a video to her TikTok showing a homeless man interrupting her while she was vlogging and politely asking for some hot tea. Who carries that around? To me, it seems staged. Graydon responds that she was on her way to Trader Joe's and invites the man to come with her. Rather than buying him tea, Graydon buys the man groceries and helps him get his prescription and even rents him a hotel room. Yeah, definitely not staged at all. Definitely not staged at all. In my opinion, it was absolutely staged for clout. 100% staged for clout, in my opinion. People use the homeless for internet clout all the time. At the end of the video, Graydon expresses that she wished she could do more for the man, whose name is Alonzo Douglas Hebron, and announced that she's going to launch a GoFundMe to help him. Graydon's kindness sparked an outpouring of support, and people quickly rushed to give money to the unknown man. Graydon also set up an Amazon wish list for Hebron in, people, in an effort for people to buy him necessities, as of the writing of this article, Go, Graydon's GoFundMe raised over $400,000 and prompted a pay-it-forward fundraiser from supporters who wished to give Graydon a financial blessing. But what should have been a feel-good story about a young woman trying to help someone who needed had taken decidedly darker turn, exclusive information obtained by Fox 5 DC has revealed that Hebron is a violent criminal with a lengthy history. 
One of his victims came forward to speak at a press conference about her experience with him, stating that she had been brutally attacked in 2020 by him. According to a police report, the attack was also caught on film. Showing Habron putting a scarf over her head before punching and kicking her repeatedly. The incident lasted several minutes and left, the, left horrible bruises on the, the individual. Lol, I'll never forget over a year ago when I said homeless men are a danger to both housed and homeless women, so I hate them, right after being physically assaulted by a homeless man myself in a train station, and SJW Twitter dang near digitally crucified me for it. Now, of course we know, of course she used him for content. Of course, everyone knows that, Right? Probably agreed to split it. I don't know. I don't have any evidence of that, but we know there's been that type of thing that's happened before. Now, of course, as media attention increased in the story, so did scrutiny of Hebron's past. It was quickly uncovered that he had a long history of beating on people, including stabbing somebody in the neck and, and beating a homeless woman while she slept on the steps of a church. After the disturbing new details began to circulate, social media users expressed disappointment that they had financially given to this individual. GoFundMe then reportedly froze the funds raised by Graydon, leading to many to speculate that the negative press was the cause. What do you mean negative press? These are facts. This woman is lucky she didn't suffer the same fate. While some are hoping to get refunds from GoFundMe after the contribution to the fundraiser, others are labeling the situation as racist because of course they are. None of it, none of the reasoning have anything to do with his skin color. It has to do with his lengthy rap sheet of being an unhinged criminal. On February 11th, an account called Black Millionaires shared the story of the alleged fund freeze on X, writing, GoFundMe is refusing to release the $400,000 in donations given to the homeless man after a viral video from a D.C. college student. They are holding the money due to the woman, a woman uh, claiming he has a violent past. What do you mean claiming? He's got a rap sheet for it. It's not a, it's not a claim. It's on video. This is how white American society justifies its racism under the guise of morality. What? What? What does his past have to do with him getting 400K? Get a good lawyer and sue. Now, if they just had used give, send, go, it probably would have been fine. And everyone in here is bringing up Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, Kyle Ritt like all these people are so dumb and sheltered and so in their own bubble. Like, 120 people didn't GoFundMe, oh, didn't GoFundMe remove Kyle Rittenhouse GoFundMe? Like, yes, they did. But there's a lot of people in here using Kyle's name. Kyle ended a man. Like, yeah, he didn't have a GoFundMe. He couldn't use them. It's on video. Uh, him committing a heinous crime. The fact... Now, some might argue 
that you could say, you could say this, you should give everyone, you know, in my opinion, you should email everyone and ask them to like double opt in on their donation. If they still want to give this guy their money, then I actually don't have a problem with GoFundMe doing it. I don't because if people are stupid and they want to donate their money, they want to fund a crime spree or whatever they want to do, that's fine. But ultimately, like all these brain dead idiots in here are just like, give him his money. Yeah, just hating on him. It's racist. What do you mean? It has nothing to do with race. And all these people in the comments, he has a long rap sheet, including five years in prison for putting a screwdriver in someone's neck and escaping while incarcerated. Y'all will really stand up for anyone. <laughs> at least there's some at least there's some sense in these replies. I don't I don't see how this has anything to do with race. It it just doesn't. Social media users have mixed mixed responses to the news with some claiming that the restriction of the funds is a result of discrimination and racism. This is how white American society justifies everything. Another reference GoFundMe refusing to release Kyle's funds. That's correct. Despite new information about Hebron's past, donations for him are still pouring in, with many condemning GoFundMe for allegedly withholding the funds. One person shared how they refused to leave a tip for the donation platform and specified that they donated upon hearing about his criminal past. Now, here's what I predict will happen. He will get his money. This is, this is, the, this is the, my sad prediction. This man will get his money while Kyle never did. I can almost guarantee you that GoFundMe will fo fold and give this guy his money. Even though GoFundMe has a, a very clear terms of service around, you know, people who commit these kind of crimes using their service. In another, he expresses interest in attending her college graduation. I'm going to be the first one here, he said. Yeah, right. This guy's going to, you know... Probably, well, I don't want to say it. I feel like, I feel like what's interesting is you look at Grayton herself now has a GoFundMe after her followers wanted to pay it forward by helping her pay off her student debt. It's all a scam. So now she, she raised 400K for him and now she's asking people for her money. Are you going to tell me that this are you, are you going to tell me right now that this wasn't just a, a scam for both of them to get? She used a homeless person to get rich. I can't. That's a, that's a wild twist. That's a wild twist that I didn't see coming. Are you saying that she used a GoFundMe? So you see, Alonzo has $402,000 and she kept raising the goal to $400,000. And now she's got her own. So she's enriching herself too. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how I totally f predicted that was the case? I didn't know at the time. Now I can't find it. I'm trying to find...
I'm trying to find it because apparently it's her pay it forward. Oh, here it is. Pay it forward. $24,000 she's getting. Gee, I wonder. You know what's going to be funny? She's going to get her money and the homeless guy isn't. She's going to get her money and the homeless guy isn't. You're amazing for what you did. What are you talking about? She used a homeless man for clout. Does Am I taking crazy pills here? She used a crazy person for clout and then enriched herself to the tune of at least $25,000. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Like, are you, are you flipping serious right now? Am I being, am I being too, uh, what's the word for it? Cynical? Everybody's got a grift. I understand. I understand. But this woman's no hero. Everybody's going to get paid. Everyone's got to get paid, you know? I guarantee you that her entire motivation was for clout. I would not be surprised if she talked to the homeless person ahead of time and scripted the whole thing. Source, it's happened before. Remember that? Where it was like, I gave my last $20. She went to prison. Enjoy this clip. But isn't it amazing to you, like it was in the paper today about this country came out of the pandemic way better. We just fuck, we won the pandemic economically. I mean, America... God, I don't feel that way. Explain it to me. I feel like inflation's um, insane. Number. Everything... Inflation is not insane. Bill, I, I, go buy there, a car. There's, there's numbers. I understand. Things, a but, house. But, but it has... This is so great about Bill Maher. Uh, I'm going to say something that's objectively false. Everybody knows... We won the pandemic. We won. Um, we won everything. We everybody in America is doing amazing. Okay, yeah, but what about this? Yeah, 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 that. Okay, what about this? Yeah, 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 that. But what about this? Well, yeah, 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 that. It's like, does he even understand the words that are coming out of his mouth? Has tripled here. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I, I get that people buy some fucking eggs. Uh, like bill maher is so far up his own ass bill maher has a net worth of 400 or 140 million dollars if he lost a hundred million dollars tomorrow nothing would change in his life nothing most people, if they lost $100, it would take them weeks to offset it. What's behind all of this? For, and what I mean by that is... Bill Maher is basically uh, only acceptable 
for his takes on the pandemic. That's it. He's basically like a lot of times, a lot of times you look at like Jimmy Dore, for example, he's a leftist who has the correct opinions about the vaccine. You look at RFK Jr., right? RFK Jr. got a lot of love from people, but really he's a leftist who only is right about vaccines. Only, you know, Bill Maher is like that. He gets a, the occasional bump from like non-woke people when he says something like, hey, we shouldn't chop the uh, healthy breasts off 14-year-old girls. Yeah, that that's a thing, Carla, too. I said this in the, I recorded a video about this too. Like obviously Jillian shops for her own food. She knows, she sees it. Is I remember when this first happened and I don't think at that time, I could have been more left, whereas now I'm definitely def definitely center. And I remember watching an episode of Rogan with Brett, and it was March of 2020, and he broke down all the reasons he thought this came from a lab. And I was just like gain of function research, Wuhan Institute of Raw, what's a fear and cleavage site, asking different doctors. And I went to all my lefty friends and I was like, this came from lab. And they're like, oh, you fucking tin hat. You married a conservative. You're out of your mind. Now, the CIA, the FBI, oh, the Department yeah. of Energy it came from a lab. Why was that entire conversation I, shut down? Why are we not allowed to have it to this day? And because because I, I don't think that this is hyperbolic to say. Because in my opinion, they squashed that conversation because if the American people truly understood what the Chinese lab did to the world, we should be at war with them. That is why they shut it down. China was responsible for millions of American deaths through biological warfare purposely or not and we should be at war with them that's why we don't talk about it that's why we can't talk about it that's why facebook deboosts it the covid-19 release intentional or not was a act of biological warfare and we should have bombed them into the Stone Age for it. But they don't want to talk about that. Why? Because we were also involved in it too. We were also involved in it. So they would have had to admit their involvement. Right? They would have had to admit their involvement or go to war with China. That was their two options. Or they could silence all conversation and wait for Americans to move on, which they did, and it worked. Nobody's in, nobody's in prison for it. Fauci's still an American hero. All this shit. Nobody went to jail. Millions of Americans died. Nobody got held responsible. You'd have to put politicians 
from the top to the bottom in prison for life if, you, if they admitted the truth about COVID-19. Not one person, not one person got held responsible for that. Not one. Millions died. That's why they censor the speech. That's why we can't have the conversation. Because everyone knows where it goes. And people go, why does it well, matter? Well, they, they, they do have it now. And- Not really. Where, who's debating how safe gain-of-function research is? How well, about fucking nobody? Nobody, what, Bill. What people are not doing is making it, a. you're right, as big an issue as it it's, should be. It's, it should be a huge issue because I, I honestly think like in 20, I don't know, 50 years, 100 years, sometime like... In the- I thought you were in a war hawk, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that's the natural conclusion of that conversation, isn't it? Either America has to take responsibility for it or declare war on China. That's the two options. That's why they don't talk about it. In the future, they will look back on this period and it will strike them as so odd that it was controversial that a virus that started in Wuhan... (laughs) where this one almost <laughs> unique in the world lab was that was doing this exactly. The fact that they argue in 2020 yes. and 21, they were, and all the way up through 20, whatever, they were arguing about this. Now, could it be a coincidence with the bats? It could, but it, I mean, I just think it's really, gonna, it's on. gonna look bad in the future. It's gonna yeah. be, a, it's gonna be a, come I on, mean, man. Even the Fauci emails are like, I don't know. I think I'm saying 70. 30 came from a lab in the emails. Well, it's just, like, it's, just it's just, they Why were, can't they, we? I did in 2020 when there was a week when the sun was blotted out from the sky because of fires. I did look at moving to Florida. Now, I think it was a little like when I was contemplating high, uh, suicide when I was in <laughs> high school and college. If I got laid once, I would stop to kind of, and I don't think I was ever really going to do it. Um, but I did actually, or get married, you know, I was. By the way, she's incredibly fit. I know she's like literally a fitness influencer or fitness lady, but I bet you she's way older than she looks. Engaged once, but you know, there are things you, you in your life you're like, you know what, I might do that. And part of you is like, yeah, never going to do that. Okay. So, I mean, and I think moving to Florida is in that category, but I did look at it because I share your frustrations with California. I do. And I, that, those are the things I was saying to him. I mean, this is one the I things, think I could pretty, I could speak to again, pretty, pretty eloquently. Are you happier in Florida? Yeah. What, what, what is it in Oops. Florida <laughs> that's, that's over, that compensated more than what you had here? It feels less crazy than it does here. Here you just- Florida's like, less crazy? Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out on this. Really? Here's the place what I mean. where the people are the, okay. on bath salts? Like- he brings up the bath salts things from like 30 years ago. You're Fucking girl, an alligator? Sage Steele asked me, she's like, what was the moment when you felt like California had lost its mind? And it was a piece of legislation that I, I can't recall. Did it affect your life? 
a bill. Did it affect your is life? Is the crime affecting our lives? Is, is the homelessness it, is crime, affecting our was lives? Was crime affecting your life my, here Yeah, in absolutely. My house got broken into. Your house got broken into. Yes. I love how Bill Maher is totally oblivious. Like, you're rich. I'm rich. Crime doesn't affect us. Let's stay here. Like, that is a profoundly out-of-touch thing to say. Like, I, I mean, really? And guess what? The relationship with PG&E, my house burned down in 2018. Where's your house? I have in Malibu. <laughs> Malibu. Yeah. You got, wow, you got broken into in Malibu? I got... Things so, are rough out there. No, they, like, our, oh, and it, it was so nuts. I'm and guess, who let, guess who let the guy out during COVID? Because I got the letter. Newsome. It was the guy's third offense. He broke into our house. He had duct tape and a video camera. He was there to rape her and film it, clearly, right? He broke into her house with intention to rape rape her and probably film it and Newsom let, her out of, let him out of prison. Anyway, long story, but he third strike, guy goes to jail, gets let out during COVID. I mean, give me a fucking break. You're not going to hold PG&E accountable for that fire in 2018. Yeah. You're going to decriminalize everything but regulate nothing. You're prioritizing the crazy shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, well, come on. Really? Again, my thing with Gavin is, first of all, he can win. Uh, first of all, I just like him. All he cares about is that, at least according to him, Gavin Newsom can, quote unquote, win. Whatever that means. He thinks Gavin Newsom could win the general election. I mean, I don't, um, <clears throat> I don't, you know, it's not like Bill, you know, it's not like Bill hasn't always been a lib, you know, but it's just funny to see like, uh, it's funny to see just how out of touch he is, like wildly out of touch. Just wildly. John Stewart came back and had a had a mild criticism, a mild criticism of Joe Biden, and the mainstream media has gotten very angry about it. What was that criticism? Well, that he's old. Everybody knows he's old. People that elected him in 2000 knew he was old then. And all he did was say, yeah, he's old. And then you get John Stewart uses Daily Show return to equate Trump and Biden. How dare he, how dare he acknowledge that they are, they have similar issues. Where is this supercut he does? Here. You want to be president and put this country back on its feet? Well, no, he did not say that. Okay, okay. He did not say that. But Mr. President, so, what let, let me okay, answer your question. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your judgment. Boom! He took them to the house. 
house. He was all over it. Joe Biden taking names, kicking ass. Press conference over. You didn't mess up. You didn't. No, no, no. Don't stop. Wait. Hold on. Hold on, sir. Don't. No, you killed this. Take the W. What are you doing? Do not go. Allow me to present to you a one-man show about what Joe Biden's advisors were doing when he turned around and went back to the podium. The show is called No! Do not go back! Please, but he went back. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip, has been um, uh. over the top. <laughs> Garbanzo. I mean, the <laughs> that I mean, he he basically just pointed that out, and then the media had a meltdown. John Stewart's another one of those guys who, uh, you know, very rarely gets it right, but will at least pretend to be unbiased. He'll at least pretend. He'll at least pretend. That he's that he's not shilling for the DNC, you know, he'll he'll at least Alex he'll at least give Jones. you a reach around and, and make you think that maybe he'll he'll present things fairly. I also believe that yeah, Joe Biden's handlers were just like yeah, let him go out there, give him enough rope to hang himself because they're over him. They know they're going to lose the election, so they're just going to let them. They're just going to let them rot. That's my opinion, anyway. They 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 they, they left them. Uh, they left them out there to dry. Eighteen percent. Marvel's latest woke feminist Spider-Man movie. Zoiks. I don't know. You know, I agree that I don't know how you can not make fun of it. You know? I don't care, you know, you don't have to like Jon Stewart. I'm not saying Jon Stewart's a good man, but I'm saying he barely did anything and the media is completely melting down about it. Disney and Marvel, I don't know if you noticed this, they had, you know, a couple of mentions this weekend couple of things to talk about most specifically the Deadpool 
Wolverine movie that people are actually excited for, many people think, oh, is that going to save the MCU? Is that going to save Marvel? Sp superhero movies are back. We're so good. We're going to do a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man, and we're going to replace them with terrible, diverse female actors. And we're going to call it Madam Web. Why? Because we know better and nobody wants to, nobody, everyone knows that, you know, nobody wants to see Spider-Man anymore. They want a bizarre story about nobody, a character that nobody knows, that nobody cares about, and you, the consumer, are just going to buy it. Whoops! Whoops! Whoops. Now, I don't know how who's going to share the losses here as this is a Sony project. And, you know, I, I don't know if Disney actually paid for the rights to be exact, to be totally honest. But it has an 18% and that's from the critics. That's from the critics. I assume that 18 must identify as an 81, though. That's from the critics. Madam Web currently at a 22%. It's actually 18% Rotten Tomatoes. The only Sony Marvel film with a lower score is, a, is Morbius at 15%. Both films written by Matt Sazima and Burke Sharpless. Looking like a cringe CW show, Morbius might actually be better. At least we got the memes. Dakota Johnson, terrible cast for this movie. Madam Web continues disastrous Rotten Tomato trend for Sony's Spider-Man universe movies. Because Morbius was actually in the Spider-Man universe as well. Even Rolling Stone. A leftist media outlet wrote, Madam Web isn't as bad as you've heard. It's so much worse. Pictures are going viral of people buying tickets to see this movie and having every single seat available. This guy posted, My Madam Web ticket just has been purchased. I hope it's worth it in IMAX. You can see, now again, I don't know if this is real or not, but a single seat in the entire IMAX theater. That's it. Oh my God, is this real? Is it very real? It's very real. Glad you managed to find a seat among all those Valentine's Day couples that are rushing to the cinema for it. One seat. Even Rolling Stone, again, this is rock bottom for woke Marvel superhero Disney movies. It's it. The trailers are designed to stir up excitement. The amuse, amuse bouche to, that whets your appetite for a three course meal. Occasionally, the oldest marketing trick in the book backfires. When Sony dropped a sneak peek at Madam Web, the newest edition of the company's roster of Spider Man related films. And other, another of its corporate crossovers with the good folks at Marvel Studios, the reaction was, 
not exactly what they had hoped for. The same fans they were hoping to get riled up, up, up about a batch of fresh Spidey adjacent characters began to mock the clip, ripping into everything from Dakota Johnson's extremely decaf line readings to the curiously low rent look of the visuals, one deadpan line of dialogue, he was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died, became a meme in all the wrong ways, blood was in the water now, and the amuse-bouche had somehow become chum. Some of the merciless-ish talking could be chalked up to old-fashioned fanboy misogyny. Of course, fanboy misogyny. With online trolls ready to tear apart anything remotely associated with lady superheroes, where were all those people making fun of the Scarlett Johansson superhero movie, Black Widow? Did anybody... I, I feel like they mu did, did all those misogynistic trolls take that movie off? I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. Or Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. With online trolls, okay, the fact that the movie revolved around one of the more obscure players in the Spider-Verse didn't help, making it feel as Sony was scraping just above the bottom of the barrel, and the odd mix of hyperventilating crash-bang boom business and a lack of wattage from the cast made everything feel like it was one step away from parody, an SNL fake trailer disguised as a real one. It pinned a kick-me sign on the film's back, which felt blatantly unfair. Yes, the teaser wasn't selling the word this would-be blockbuster well, but wait until you see the thing until you make a final judgment call. Why? I'm not giving you my money. Why would I give you my money? So Rolling Stone's like, well, yeah, you have to give Disney your money. Otherwise, how do you know? Well, now having seen this tangled up IP Grossomir firsthand, Gossamere, sorry, we can say that Madam Web isn't as bad as its somewhat botched promotional campaign might suggest, it is in fact way worse. A genuine Chernobyl-level disaster that seems to get exponentially more radioactive as it goes along. This detour to one of the dustier corners of the Marvel content farm is a dead end from start to finish. It's Cats the movie of superhero movies. Not a single decision seems of sound mind. Not a single performance feels in sync with the material. Not a single line reading feels as if it hasn't somehow been magically auto-tuned to subtract emotion and or inflection. The sole amazing factor of this Spider-Man spinoff is that someone, somewhere, signed off on actually releasing it. Has Dakota Johnson been in anything good? How does she keep getting acting jobs? She was in that softcore uh, Fifty Shades of Grey series, which nobody thought she was some kind of great actress for, just that she was willing to being a prawn. All of which boggles the mind because it isn't like they skimped on bringing on real talent. Johnson, an A-lister, cast as a paramedic. A-lister? I've never even heard a movie. I can't even... What? She's gone from being the Fifty Shades of Grey ingenuine to major actors see a bigger splash supresia the lost daughter persuasion never even seen heard of any of those movies never even heard of any of those movies what are you talking about 
Sydney Sweeney is a rising star. She seems to keep ascending higher and higher. She's one of three 20-somethings cast as teens. What? I've never even heard of any of these women. And yet, from the moment of the Spirit of 73 preamble in the Peruvian Amazon forces Bichet's Constance Webb to monotonously recite stats about a rare arachnid whose perpetides can cure hundreds of diseases, uh, you can tell something seems off. It only gets worse when Rahim already one mustache troll away from tying a diz damsel to a railroad tracks begins musing aloud about Las Arañas, the region's Spider-Men, who whiz across the treetops. These superpowered strangers happen to be real. Um, what? I mean, the best thing about this feature is it hasn't happened yet. Someone intones near the end of Madam Web, and indeed, you look forward to a future in which this film's end credits, which, spoiler alert, are sand stinger scenes pre previewing soon-to-come plot points. Even Sony was like, yeah, enough of this already, so no post credit scenes. Or an alternate world years from now where this has been unintentional comedy of intellectual property errors has been retconned in some sort of cult camp classic, a showgirls of comic book cinema. Until then, you're left with a peasant present in which you've compelled to cringe for two hours. Pretend none of this ever happened and ruefully say the words you've never imagined uttering. Come back, Morbius. All is forgiven. Madam Web continues disastrous Rotten Tomatoes trend for Sony's Spider-Man universe. I mean, why can't they make a good movie? How come they can seem to make Spider-Man good movies? I mean, this is one of those things where, like, you just knew. Everybody who saw the trailer was like, this movie sucks. It's like when they, when they want to release Agatha, for example. Nobody's going to see Agatha the movie. Nobody. Nobody cares about that character. And when it bombs in the movie, in the, in the, in the box office, they're going to blame men. Of course they will. Men didn't want to see this movie. Men don't want to see, you know, men don't want to see female, strong female superheroes, except don't forget, you know, don't mention, um, you know, don't mention how beloved WandaVision was early on, how her character is beloved. Don't mention, um, you know, uh, why do I keep forgetting Scarlett Johansson's movie? Black Widow, uh, don't mention, you know, there's plenty of female, don't mention how many times people paid money to see the tired, worn out Harley Quinn character because Margot Robbie was playing her. I mean, I, I don't even understand. A weak script and capable of taking advantage of an expensive collection of comics inevitably leads to disaster. There are action scenes that never seem to be saying that what matters to the public is no longer relevant beyond justifying a brand. Madam Web embodies the pitfalls of mainstream superhero cinema, films not driven by story and character, but seemingly by studio mandates and franchise considerations. Awful dialogue combined with dopey plot twists lead to genre's worst outing in decades. The eye-rolling dialogue, cliche action scenes, and tedious characters lacking variety or valuation make it challenging to see why we need more from this world. I mean, there's nothing. There is nothing. I absolutely love it, by the way. Keep, keep pumping out these films and have them keep being disasters. At some point, they're going to have to give us a good movie or go bankrupt, and that's fine. Either way, we win.
I don't. God, my nose itches. My nose has been so dry. My I need my I need my. What did you guys make me order yesterday? X spray or whatever the hell it was. They, they, they made it bad on purpose to own the chuds. I mean, I guess. I can't think of any other reason, you know? I can't think of any other reason. <clears throat> Can you? The other thing I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking about my nose, like, being all dried out and crusty last night. As I kept putting that air gel in there. I'm wondering if... I have I sleep under a ceiling fan. I'll probably have to, maybe I should turn that off. Maybe that's drying it out too. All right. Doobie doobie doo. I had another topic. I had another topic. Nope, not Madame Web. I don't even know if I'm going to upload that video because no one gives a shit about superhero movies anymore, even on my YouTube, or even on YouTube. Where was this? Do, 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 do. I am missing the link. Here it is. All right. Uh, you need a humidifier. I do have a humidifier. I have a humidifier and it keeps it at like 50 whatever. Uh, I wanted to find, I think it's called the body shop. Yeah. Here's a good story. I don't know if... Yeah, here we go. What does collect what does administration mean in the UK? Does that mean it's bankrupt? Is that what is that what collapsing into administration means? Okay, I want to talk about Hey, by the way, if you're out there and you haven't yet, we're on our Save the Boomers tour in 2024. So if you haven't yet left a like and followed my uh, Facebook page, please do so. I wanted to talk about something very odd. 
What's going on in chat? Seems a little odd today. You know, you could be making crypto with all this. I do. You know I know how to use Brave, right? <laughs> I get a check from them every month. Bruh! Sometimes it's like 500 bucks. Uh, shout out to the king of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's of Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong with code the Q on landedbiltong.com and antonusa.com. After all that crazy clown world news, relax and eat some Biltong. That's true. I had some Biltong for breakfast. Oh, this guy's way fatter than me. Come on. All right. What I wanted... What I wanted to show is there's been some pedo hunting. There's been some pedo hunting that I want to discuss. Uh, Viva Fry is partnering with Biltong now. Hey, I made that love connection. Just so, just so we're clear. Dooby dooby doo. I wanted to find this. Where is this? Ah! I wanted to find this clip. You gotta get a life. Think about horse cock. Tacoma's weeping right now, bro. <laughs> wow, you're bringing up the horse cock DMs from 2018. Really? Really? You wanna play that game? Alright? Uh, where is this? I was trying to find the... Okay. Went to your bottom surgery. Never. I like my... I like my junk. Where is this? I'm trying to find the clip from Where's that clip? Maybe uh maybe I do this. Sorry, I meant to have it. Yeah. Where is the Okay. I wanted to get the other clip here too. Stop linking stuff in chat. 
Dumbass. Okay. Uh, here. Get to the comments here. All right, here we go. Fucking like McDonald's, bro. OJ OJ Simpson's eat at McDonald's doesn't mean I'm gonna skip getting some goddamn a quarter pounder with cheese. Hey, it's not happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do, man. I'm with you, bro. Whatever this was intended to be, there's one thing for sure. He continues, "This was not the move, and it was an extremely." All right. Could Ethan Klein be on his redemption arc? Probably not. But I do want to start off by saying, uh, you know, since I don't consume Ethan Klein's content, I've seen a video from him in some time. It looks like he's getting very healthy, and I'm happy for him. Just because you disagree with someone's opinions, that doesn't mean you can't wish the best for him. And uh, as somebody who, you know, was a big fan of H3 content back in the 2016 era, um, I still have a special, very small spot in my heart for him to get healthy and be successful. So it, it's, it's really happy to see him. Uh, you know, I want to start off by being positive. Now, there are many things that Ethan Klein has said that uh, are heinous, you know, obviously about um, that the NRA convention and all these kind of, he's said a lot of stupid stuff. But he seems to have revealed a, a more darker, sinister kind of part of YouTube community, YouTubers. In particular, uh, one individual named Vosh, who most people don't care about anymore. He was relevant for like a microsecond five years ago. And um, I'm not even sure anybody watches his content anymore, but a lot of people know who he is. And... You know, that's really the fate for for all YouTubers, including me. At some at some point, there'll be more hate channels than actual viewers from my channel, too, of course. But um, Vosh treats his life basically like high school debate, where he debates anything and everything and will take unpopular positions uh, because, I don't know, he thinks it's entertaining. One of those particular positions that he's taken over the years has been in favor of uh, well, uh, failing to see any problem whatsoever with people consuming CP, those particular videos. Ever since I heard that position of his, I've never really cared. Literally, basically negates everything that he's ever said. Somewhat recently now, he accidentally revealed his folder of spicy videos. Now, I am not going to make fun of people for enjoying you know, those type of, you know, you know, sometimes you just got to get the poison out. I'm not one of those, you know, you know, ban all prawn type of people. I do think that just about everything should be done, you know, in moderation. 
So I'm not even judging him for jerking off. Don't care about that. What the interesting revelation is, is that he had a lot of animated children videos. Now, this is the type of videos that will often use the loophole that many of you may have known um, where the, the character is drawn obviously young, right? To, to people who are consuming it, um, they know the character's young. It, they're drawn young. The loophole is that they're supposedly like a 400-year-old vampire, but they, but they look like they're 12, right? And then they are in these type of adult type of situations. Essentially, it's viewed by many people as CP with extra steps, um, like as a way to, um, you know, as a way to, I don't know, normalize it, right? I don't have a strong opinion of it because it's still drawn characters. Um, it's not real people. But I do think if you're consuming that kind of stuff, that's weird. Okay. Now, this individual who revealed that folder on stream tried to downplay it and say, oh, I thought they were just goblins or something of that nature. It's, it's, I don't know. And then revealed that he wants to be a horse who mounts women. This is a big-brained socialist streamer. Again, um, I, it's very weird. It's all very weird to me. However, the reactions, which I am gen generally far more interested in, are uh, bizarre. There are individuals, um, you know, in the commentary community who are dying on this hill, uh, which is bizarre. Uh, not exactly what I would expect um, people to be worried about. And so... Ethan Klein has taken it upon himself to reveal some of the things about this individual, Bosch, and he did a live stream dressed up as a horse with a barn back screen, which I think is hilarious. You know, um, Vosh has not reacted well to this. There are many leftists he is pissing off. We expected better from you. You're a disappointment, a hypocrite. What you've done is gross. All of these leftists are whinging and crying because Ethan Klein is making fun of a guy who likes videos of, you know, young looking girls who's, again, the loophole is there, some sort of 400 year old vampire. Um, he likes to, to please himself to that. So all the lefties are turning against him. So Ethan Klein posts this. Who the F are these people riding, pun intended, for spicy drawings of a horse, uh, hick, you know, uh, being with a child? Am I losing my mind? Here you have somebody named Tipster. He is a, uh, a long, he has tried to make his way on YouTube for a very, very, very long time. 
he's tried just about every aspect. He started out as like an anti-SGW guy. Now he's a far leftist. It's the same thing that guys like Review Tech USA do. They try to grasp on any possible way to get an audience because they don't actually have their own opinions. They're just so desperate for people to view them that they're, you know, they'll say whatever just to get people uh, to watch them. So he has now started courting the far left in which he, this other YouTuber tweeted, genuinely disappointed seeing what H3 Productions did to Vosh earlier tonight. You'd think after everything Hassan's community as well as others in the past have done to misrepresent Ethan, he wouldn't be so quick to do the same to others. Yet here we are, he's even using the same out-of-context clips alt-writers have used to defame Vosh time and time again. Whatever this was intended to be, one thing is for sure. This was not the move, and was extremely bad faith. Vosh himself has said that his fantasies are aligned with this. Now, this is Clara Sor Sorinetti, also known as Keffels, also known as someone who uh, used a GoFundMe and raised $100,000 and ran away to a different country. I'm disappointed in H3. You had me on your show and called me a hero for fighting against far-right stalking forum that made multiple people end their lives. She's talking about Kiwi Farms. No evidence of that. Now you're using out-of-context clips from the same website to attack people. The whole out of context clips defense, it you know it is a thing, right? But what started this is Vosh accidentally opening a folder. You can see this is an example of the kind of structure that I'm referring to. Well, you can see this. I'm not going to zoom in on anything, but it's his uh, his folder of you know stuff, right? His folder of well very degenerate videos. You know, stuff that such stuff that uh Chenk Uger would probably like. Now there are many things you can say about Vosh that are in that don't require them to be out of context. How about this? I'll make it clear. You can write the This is in context, okay? Again, in context. This down. I want to fuck a woman as a horse. None of this is a secret. I just to be clear, you know, many jokes have been made about this, but I stand by it. My moral principles are rock solid. I'm, I'm my feet are firmly planted in the ground. I've got my boots up. They're planted firmly. You you cannot move me from my position. This isn't a secret. Uh, let's talk to a therapist. Well, why do you want to be the horse, Vosh? Because then I'd have a giant dick. Okay, couldn't you have an, a, a big dick the other way? Well, yeah, I could. Like, yeah, I could have a big dick hypothetically in any variety of scenarios, but then it wouldn't really be a horse dick. Well, you could be a human with a horse dick. Yes, but then I wouldn't have that powerful stallion energy. You what do you mean out of context? You see these tweets. He only leaked the folder of cartoon children performing acts on horses. It's not like he wants to bang kids. Surely he wouldn't brag about wanting to bang women as a horse in his very first stream after the leak, right? Right? But he did. Eight inches. Bro, you are a vile freak. These are old DMs from 2018 where Vosh says, and I'm not even going to repeat it because it just gets clipped. 
you know, th- there is what's wild is, you know, this other content creator, which is far less, you know, notable has decided to completely die on this hill. It's very weird. I imagine dying on the hill of, you know, content that most people consider to be CP. Now, I I will actually listen to the argument that I I actually will listen to the argument that you can make, "Oh, it's a vampire, blah 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 blah." Okay. You're, if you're jerking off to it, you probably want to do that to kids. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to disagree with my position on this. That's fine. Not everybody has to agree with me. If I legitimately thought that Vosh was advocating for things that would potentially bring harm to children, I would not be defending him here. I would not be defending him if I thought he actually believed in, you know, arguments in favor of child pornography i would not be defending but he does he has legitimately said he has never heard a moral argument against people watching it is that do i need to bring up the clip it's like people people are like oh this guy's a nice guy okay i mean i'll bring up the clip uh here was this it Wait, no, that's someone else. Trying to see here. Here. Okay. You tell me what you think he means here. Like, um, zoophile, like, drawn stuff, it should be 100% legal. In fact, and this is going to be a real hot take, I have yet to hear a convincing moral or legal argument as to why possession of child pornography should be illegal. That's the same guy. What are these people that are lining up to defend him act like he hasn't said these things in full context? In the full, like, unironic context, this is what he says on stream to his child audience. Here are Vosh's DMs. Would you like to call in on Monday? I know the podcast guys had DM'd you, but I thought I'd message you directly. They just sent me the DMs. I understand where you're coming from. It's pretty heated. Although I genuinely don't know or how my comments were bad faith. I think this is Ethan Klein sharing these. Um, I'd be personally be interested in that convo and do promise to keep it good faith and give you space to talk. To which Vosh replies, heated implies mutual aggression. It's just character assassination. It would be from your end of things, as if someone like Keemstar constructed a massive clip show out of every bad thing you had ever done, real or imagined, pulled exclusively from people who hate you, the whole time pretending he'd unearthed this massive closet packet packed full of skeletons, when in reality, most of what he's waffling about is either imagined or long addressed. To which Ethan replies, I have no reason to go after your character. To which he replied, you call my audience um, PDF files. You call people defending me that. It's ridiculous. Pure ham content. Mill drama alert. Stop. Bro, don't act above any of that behavior. You do it routinely. You can't high road me. Apparently, though I don't see this myself, you condescended to me for thinking that we're on good terms. 
you can't blame me for that misconception. All the previous interaction we have positive. But yeah, generally when you, a dad finds out that he's friends with somebody who watches this kind of stuff, they have a certain reaction. I'll hear the, you know, I'll hear your argument on why you think these drawings don't have any, you know, negative, you know, byproducts or whatever. But when you're talking about somebody with a long history of justifying this type of content and acting like it's at, at the very minimum, not a gateway, um, I have a hard time wanting to hear anything else you have to say. You know, like, I just don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to show you what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, that's how bad it is. Mudar, we should all just agree that this is filthy and anyone defending it should be seriously investigated. Yeah. It's like these people who uh, want to debate everything, they, for they forget that maybe we don't want to debate something. Some things aren't up for debate, like CP him if i actually believed he was in favor of sexual relations i mean what there's mountains of evidence that at the very minimum this guy is you know morally uh questionable what's almost more concerning is how many people are defending him whether it's this individual named tipster um, there's this trans person who got a hundred million dollar GoFundMe because people were mean to them on the internet. And I, I mean, some things just aren't up for debate. If you're, if you are into beating your meat to pictures of kids, there's a word for that. So I'm glad Ethan Klein, uh, sacked up and called it out. But I'll be curious to hear what your comments are in the comment section down below. That's for sure. To me, to me, if you're jer jerking off to, you know, there are entire Reddit posts. If you're not paying for child porn, there's no argument in favor of morally condemning people who view it. What? I don't think owning child porn is immoral. These are things that Vosh said. I would say that it's unethical for a person to purchase. I would not say that it's unethical for a person to purchase child porn. By, by, by purchasing child porn, you are creating a market for it. There is a literal list of times with evidence clips where, where basically Vosh says, I, I've yet to hear a convincing moral legal argument as to why possessing this stuff should be illegal. You know what I'm talking about. If you're not paying for this stuff, there's no argument in favor of morally condemning people who view it. He's also said, I don't think owning that stuff is immoral. I wouldn't say that it's unethical for a person to purchase this type of films. Again, these are... New, this is about two dozen times, 30, 40, 50 times that he has said on stream he has no problem at all with people that watch, purchase, or consume this type of content. What are you talking about? Everyone defending him is like, look at the context, look at the context, look at the context. You've got to have the, what are you talking about? I got 30 different clips of this guy saying, you know, 
heinous things. Here's a clip that purports to say he freely admits to enjoying these type of films. And that it's completely normal. And that he's done it before. Is he trying to do it for clicks? I don't know, but I wouldn't want to get clicks this way. And I made 200 videos about Brie Larson. If you're spending your time defending... Look, if you want to watch lolly porn, okay? You know, that's... That's your thing? You know, that, that can be your thing, but I'm not going to hear a lot of your big-brained arguments about how it's not child porn. <laughs> I'm not hearing those arguments. Lolly is, um, I don't know how to describe it to you. I don't want to even Google it. Essentially, it's, it's children in, in sexual situations, but they say, oh, it's like a 400-year-old demon, so, and she just looks like that. That's what they say. So is it technically child porn? Probably not. Do I think watching it, consuming it, makes you a pedophile? Yeah, I think so. It makes you at least pedophilia adjacent. I would think that it at least makes you pedo adjacent. It's not hentai. Hentai is not hentai is drawn porn, but the but the women in hentai are generally of age from what I can tell. Lolly is deliberately like pedo adjacent. Like you might know hentai is like tentacle porn. But the girls in hentai are not supposed to look 12 years old. I don't have any problem with people enjoying hentai. That's different. I mean, you can tell me that Lolly isn't porn, and I, 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 you know, I might listen to you, but it's at very minimum pedo adjacent, and I'm not sure who wants to be pedo adjacent. Typing that up. Uh.
Um, let's see here. Doobie doobie doo. Hentai ruined calamari for me. I never really liked calamari. Bali isn't as bad as actual child porn. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Because there's no actual victim there. You know what I mean? There's no actual victim. Oh, I spelled humanly wrong, I think. There's no E. Slow day for uh, slow day for the YouTube.coms. Yesterday was awesome though. <laughs> don't poison the idea of calamari for me. I don't know. I just don't. What's the what's the sauce I should be having with calamari to make it taste good? I'm not against it. It's just I don't I don't like. I don't I don't know. Is it that's is it that it, maybe I've the only calamari I've ever had is like not very good. Like I've found it to be kind of rubbery, which I assume is means it's just not prepared right. I've always had it with marinara. That's how I've had it. Ketchup. You have to deep fry it and use marinara. That's how I've ever that's the only way I've ever had it is deep fried. And uh, marinara. Well, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been able to do this. We have another great get woke, go broke situation. This comes out of a uh, a store that sells I don't know soaps and expensive lotions probably similar to Bed Bath and Beyond if you you know if you're in America that you know m most of us know that store this store is called the Body Shop which has spent the last many years virtue signaling going after J.K. Rowling and all of this insane woke stuff well you just Love to see it. You're going to want to leave a like on this video right now because they have gone bankrupt. 2,000 jobs sacrificed at the altar of wokeism. Millions of dollars in sales sacrificed to the altar of wokeism. And I'm 100% here for it. You see this out of the BBC or we can look at you know, uh, these other ones, a scented awakening, how the body shop influenced generations. Well, now they've thrown it all away. Once pioneering body shop, UK collapses into administration, which is essentially bankruptcy. 199 stores and online will continue to trade 2000 jobs at risk. The British business, the body shop, has collapsed into ad administration, bankruptcy here in the U.S. probably, putting 2,000 jobs at risk, the one-time pioneering ethical cosmetics retailer. 
The retailer was once the most popular in the 80s and 90s, but has faced much greater competition from newcomers in recent years, including those also touting ethical credentials. Of course, it was bought by L'Oreal, which is extremely woke, back in 2006, before changing hands in 2017 when the French cosmetics giant sold it to a Brazilian cosmetics maker that nobody cares about. Let's look at how people are dunking them, dunking on them on the internet. The Body Shop UK enters administration threatening more than 2,000 jobs and 100 stores. As first reported by Sky News, the advisory has been brought into the handle restructuring process just weeks after new owners took control of the cosmetics con- uh, retailer. The Body Shop has roughly 100 outlets across the UK, and it's understood that up to 100 of them will be closed to bring the number of uh, shops in line with competitors such as Lush, which trades from 104. Administration Administrators will now consider all options to find a way forward for the business and will update creditors and employees in due course. Oof. You could see leftoids. It seems that turf celebrating the body shop going into administration bankruptcy don't know what a private equity firm does. Aurelius bought the brand for $207 million in November. The reason to exist is to buy companies, restructure, and chop them up and sell for a profit. It's capitalism, not wokeism. But people are obviously pointing out, yes, but why are they targeting this company? Because it's failing, making it a great target for PE to buy it, turn it around with new management, and sell it. And Or as you say, chop up into parts with current management is so bad that parts are worth more than the whole. Absolutely love to see it. Lots of people bringing up old posts. Go woke, go broke. The Body Shop UK is broke and about to collapse and it serves them right. They don't believe in women or women's rights. So any woman, including those with wombs, obviously, would want to go anywhere near an outfit like that is beyond me. You see this article? The Body Shop sparks outrage as it weighs into JK Rowling transgender row. Obviously, everyone's just enjoying dunking on them on Twitter as well. How about this? Here we go. JK Rowling remains extremely successful. Body Shop UK closing down. Here's their tweet from 2020. Hey, JK Rowling, here's something we made earlier. We thought you might like one. We've also popped in a vegan bath bomb and a copy of Trans Rights by whoever this Paisley person is for you to read in the bath. Got nice 15,000 likes from old Twitter back in 2020. You used to be able to get away with that. You know, during old Twitter days, you had a lot of people, leftoids, spending all day on Twitter and using bot farms in my my, uh, experience to push up likes and retweets of posts. Maybe you should read up on young lesbian women with double mastectomies, hysterectomies, and ovaries removed who now regret it. I have sat in a room with these women, and whoever does your social media should be ashamed. It's a goodbye from me. I will never, I mean, I will never forget the bullies and trolling companies that targeted a woman, uh, JK Rowling, for wanting existing laws protecting females to remain. Of course, eight hours ago. How's the business body shop? A 
attempting to publicly shame somebody while plunging a brand campaign against shaming. That's quite interesting. So you go back to these posts and people are just dunking on them. Until May 2020 marked the last time I purchased anything from the body shop. These threads, by the way, these are replies at the time. Four years ago, they burned all these customers. I don't see anybody agreeing with them. Another reason nobody buys your products. Go woke, go broke. Another business gone bust on the altar of this madness. Get woke, go broke. Uh, you appear of, to have underestimated the number of your customers who are women and care about this topic and B, massively overestimated how much money beardy misogynists are going to spend on bath bombs. <laughs> Here's a woman. Have you lost the plot? She opens up about her abuse and you seek to you seek to get likes at her expense. What is wrong with you? Without a doubt, this is the worst corporate attempt at being funny by a long shot. Women have had enough. And, you know, quite frankly, frankly, they've had enough for quite some time. And this was the only way you were going to get results. I mean, I, I am hearken, I, I am, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up. Victoria's Secret, right? Remember when they decided they wanted to get all these fats? They're like, we're going to, everyone's going to be, um, we're going to, we're, we're, you know, we're going to get a bunch of people that looks like you. Well, their business collapsed because of it. And last September, they were forced to bring back beautiful women. Because everybody knows We've known this marketing data, you know, since we started collecting marketing data. Men like beautiful men and men like beautiful women. Women like beautiful women and women like beautiful men. People like beautiful people. I don't think that overweight people. It's like when I go, so I have to shop at the big and tall store, for example. Hopefully not for much longer, although I'll probably still need tall because my body is long. When I go in there and they, they have mannequins in there that are fat. And I'm like, that's the dumbest crap I've ever seen. The mannequins in the store are also fat. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. It makes me feel bad. It doesn't make me want to buy what that what is on that mannequin. Now, if you're a little overweight, sure. Here you had, what, does this person have... Down syndrome or something like that. I, I don't even understand. I thought they had somebody with Down syndrome. I can't be totally sure. Like, you can have regular size women. They don't have to be all size zeros. Just be healthy. The, the, but, the, but Victoria's Secret got in and they're like, well, we're going to do healthy at all sizes. And this is going to be what we do now. And then they had to collapse. They collapsed, they, they, they bet, you know, they begged everyone to support their wokeism. And now they end up with articles this, you know, this is October. How Victoria's Secret plans to bring sexy back. After revenue dipped 5%, the laundry brand called upon famed supermodels to start a new campaign. We all knew. We all knew that was going to happen. We told them, I made videos. I made, like, hey, I get it. I'm a, I'm a large individual myself, but 
Um, I don't think regular people want to see, you know, people don't want to see people that look like them. People want to see people that look like they could look. There's a reason why supermodels, you know, make the charts move. And they, and they got, you know, they, they brought in Megan Rapinoe, one of the least likable women on the planet. Do you think that woman was going to sell bras and $70 bras? Get out of here. Just another perfect example of get woke, go broke. People should stick to it as the body shop now having to close at least 100 stores. Absolutely love to see it. Zoom in and enhance. You guys can zoom in and enhance yourself. All right, you guys. <laughs> Calm down. That's going to be um, the show for today. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. In 22 hours, we'll be back live again. Uh, got to get my videos edited and then um, go have some Culver's with mom. And then I have to go shoot darts, which means you might get some crazy drunk texts later, maybe. And then uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow where I'll see, I'll watch the chat, try to guess if I've gone plaid or I've gone solid color. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Thank you.